It's Calgary's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Mario Taniguzzi coming to you today with Alberta's Podcast, a member of Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen in Alberta, so you can listen, discover, and engage. Today's guest is Sky McLean, who is owner of Base Camp Resorts in Canmore, Alberta. Thanks for joining us today, Sky. Thank you for having me. Well, let's just start by uh, telling me a little bit about Base Camp Resorts, what it is and what you guys do. You bet. So Base Camp Resorts started in Canmore and was inspired by my own traveling. When I went somewhere, I wanted to stay somewhere where the quality was superior and there was great cleanliness and a brand, but still have that home away from home feel. And I didn't always have a great experience on Airbnb. From time to time, you would get something that looks amazing and turns out amazing. And then from other times, you would get something that looks amazing and is dirty or not as the photos or not as the reviews. And so there was no continuity with those experiences. So I wanted to create something that has that Airbnb home away from home Uh, vacation rental feel, but that we put a brand to that. So I also wanted to obviously get away from the two queen beds in a bathroom thing that has a best Western or quality in or anything like that. So I wanted to brand the vacation rental. So we started here in Canmore and then grew from there to some other properties in Canmore and now Revelstoke. And Revelstoke, BC. Okay. So can you tell me just a little bit about how many uh, properties you have? Sure. So right now, operational in Canmore, we have three hotels and then another one under construction that's going to open in June of 2020. So this June in Revelstoke, we have one under construction that will open this summer and then another piece of land downtown Revelstoke that will start construction next spring and be open a year thereafter. We also have a piece of land in Golden, BC, where we want to do a base camp resorts as well. And then thereafter, continuing to grow. Okay. What are the benefits of uh, doing business and and having a business in Canmore? Well, there's a lot of benefits. Um, Firstly, it's a great community. So we get to know our trades, we get to know our suppliers and members of the community um, who are also running businesses. It's a really tight knit community and that's a huge bonus. We also benefit greatly from the proximity to Calgary. If we need any materials, if we need supplies, if we need a trade that's not available in Canmore, we have another pool uh, to pull from, which is fantastic. Um, And obviously the lifestyle here is fantastic. So that's a big part of it as well. What have been some of the biggest challenges you've faced as uh, being an entrepreneur? It's really hard. As I said, the community is really tight-knit. So being a newcomer back in 2016, it was really hard. People didn't know who we were. And I would say the community automatically jumped, oh, who are these guys? Like, who do they think they are building a building with some obstruction to our views? And blah, blah, blah. And we took quite a bit of abuse on social media, which is fine. I can take it. It just seemed a little bit unnecessary. So that was definitely a challenge. But now it's, it's great now. So. Okay. What about just in, in terms of uh, the business itself of being an entrepreneur? What, what are the biggest things you've had to overcome uh, in terms of challenges or obstacles uh, in just the operational? Well, obviously, the, the main one is, is the risk. And it, especially at the beginning, it's, I mean, it's always risky. Your life is on the line. Like, 
all these hotels, if something goes sideways, like there goes my entire existence. It's not, oh, I go and get a paycheck every two weeks and then go home and like walk the dog or whatever. It doesn't stop. You work 24 seven and people are like, oh, do you take the weekend off? Well, no, you can't. If you want to run a successful business, you have to be available for your business all the time. And I think people will argue that. And maybe later in my career, it's possible to like turn it off and, you know, have enough people in place to do certain things. But right now we're like still in the startup phase and we're experiencing luckily and successfully a lot of growth, which I love, but you can't just like disappear and not respond to things. If you're trying to grow a business, it's impossible. What's, um, uh, you know, uh, being a, uh, a woman in this business, it's, uh, I think it's a bit of a rarity. Most people consider, you know, the hotel industry to be run by, you know, kind of older males. Like, what's that? <laughs> what's that been like for you? That's very correct. We went to a hotel conference, and it was like ninety percent suits, ten percent women. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's it's been it's gone both ways. Real estate is also highly male dominated, and you're correct. Hotel business is highly male dominated. And at the beginning, people didn't take me seriously. They were like, are you some kind of joke? Like, did your daddy give you money? Like, (laughs) no, actually, that's not how it went down. Um, And then eventually, I feel like it works in my favor. Now that I've proven myself, it's like, oh, wow, this young female pulled this off. Like, there you go. She's actually like got a head on her shoulders. So it's kind of gone to 180. But at the beginning, it was terrible. When we needed a loan for our first hotel, it was whether it was that I was young, whether it was female, whether it was lack of independent experience, I had real estate experience working for other people, but I hadn't run my own real estate firm or like a combination of the above that the initial project was like really, really hard. Mm-hmm. As you look forward, what's uh, kind of your grand vision, I guess, for the, for the, uh, for base camp and uh, you know, what's the company going to be like in five years? Well, I hope to continue to um, build Basecamp Resorts and to grow that brand that associates directly with a quality controlled vacation rental where you know you're going to have clean sheets, you know you're going to have coffee, you know you're going to have a hot tub, you know you're going to have all these amenities. And whether I continue to like do all the construction and development myself or whether we try to put that brand on already existing properties is something we're definitely looking at as an opportunity because the construction process is risky and time consuming and maybe not going to grow the brand as quickly as we would like. So Mm -hmm. I think we're going to pursue both of those trajectories. And in five years, hopefully we'll have, you know, another five to 10 hotels under the brand and be continually growing. Now, when you look at uh, sites, obviously you're all of your locations are kind of in the mountains uh, type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is that where your your focus is of where you're going to grow or do you maybe look elsewhere as well? Well, a lot of the growth is based on the figures. So for example, the vacancy, the occupancy, the ADRs, which is average daily rate that you can get, the revenue per available room, all these different hotel stats. Um, and also the future for that particular community, does it look like the tourism is a year-round, like a year-round thing? Well, what's the proximity to international airport? But yes, to answer your question, I would like to stay in these types of mountain communities for now, where there's year-round tourism, outdoor athletics are prominent, um, and then grow from there. Okay, then. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received about being an entrepreneur? Um, the best one is if you never ask, the answer will always be no. 
So I'm never afraid to ask someone because I can't be worse off than I already am. Like it's, if it's not happening and then the person says, no, it's still not happening. But if something's not happening and I ask and all of a sudden someone says, yes, it's like, Ooh, great. So yeah, never, never be afraid to pick up the phone. Never be afraid to ask. Never think this, that it's dumb or even if it, if it's like, you might look at something you've asked for five years and be like, wow, that was really dumb. But in the moment it wasn't dumb. So yeah, exactly. For anyone who wants to be an entrepreneur, just like, just go for it. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to find a mentor, like tons of resources uh, available for entrepreneurs and to seek those out. So before you mentioned a little bit about, uh, you know, being on call basically all the time, uh, you know, to run a business, how do you strike, you know, this work-life balance that everybody talks about these days? Um, you got to make an effort. It's not, it's not, like I said, it's not a natural thing. Um, but I just do like the odd time I'll go for a, a ski tour. I'll turn my phone off and that's that I'm in the mountains and I'm unavailable. But before that, I really have to make sure like I have a one-year-old daughter. So I have to make sure that the child cares in order. I have to make sure that everything for work is in order. I have to make sure that I'm either with my husband or he knows where I'm going. So it's quite, there are quite a lot of things to organize, but I definitely make a huge effort to ski and bike because without that, I wouldn't be a successful business person. Do you find that in these other pursuits and the activities that you're involved in that the creative juices flow and maybe you get ideas about your business when, when you're doing those pastimes? Oh, absolutely. For sure. I, I do a lot of mountain biking a lot of times by myself because I'll have a random hour from like 1.30 to 2.30 p.m. where I can like sneak in a ride and no one's available because they're all working. And um, I'll definitely spend a lot of that time thinking about the business and coming up with different ideas um, and even solving problems. So I think it's great. I think everybody needs an outlet, whether it's biking or yoga or walking or whatever, um, to get, get the mind going or resting or whatever. So if you weren't doing this, what do you think you would be doing for a career as a profession? If I wasn't in hotels, I would have been in some form of real estate development, which actually, in fact, we are, we are building some projects as a real estate developer. I am building um, other projects that aren't hotels. Sorry. Why, why real estate? What's kind of the attraction there for you? Um, when I was a kid, my parents used to go look at all these different open houses on the weekend and they wanted to move. They wanted to make an investment. My mom used to be a realtor before I was born and they would always have these great ideas and they would never execute on them. Mm -hmm. and it drove me crazy because I was always like, Oh, we looked at all these different properties that could be a great renovation project or great, whatever. And they never did any of it. And so in that experience, I was just always drawn to it. And I like the tangibility of it. Like I like that there's a physical asset there um, as opposed to stocks where who knows. If you had one word to describe uh, yourself, what would it be and why? I would use the word genuine. And I think that embodies a lot of other sub ca uh, characteristics, but as a genuine person, it makes me a great mom, a great entrepreneur, uh, great friend, wife, all that, you know, is embodied in there. And I think if you're not genuine, then, you know, you're not honest, you're not truthful, you're not all that stuff. So, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. So in, um, in terms of, you know, obviously your, your, uh, your life is busy in terms of the, uh, the work that you do and, and your business. Um, do you find that you have a, a daily routine that you follow each day to, keep you on track or uh, was it kind of all over the place? I try to go to the gym in the mornings, but 
Um, sometimes we're traveling for work and that doesn't really work out. And but I definitely do try to exercise and, you know, obviously spend time with my daughter and family, but it's not, it's not like a, at this time, this happens at that time, that happens. Yeah. It's like whenever it works. Okay. Now, you know, I've, I've often described to friends uh, of mine that, uh, you know, I consider Canmore kind of be paradise. Love that town there. For yourself, do you have a favorite place outside? Obviously, uh, disregard uh, Canmore for a second, but do you have a favorite place that you like to go to uh, and visit? Well, yeah, Revelstoke, which is what um, inspired the hotels there. So I always enjoyed going to uh, Golden and Revelstoke. They have great mountain biking, great skiing. In Revelstoke, there's fantastic snowmobiling. Um, so there's all these great outdoor activities. And whenever I went to Revelstoke, I was always like, there's nowhere to stay. This yeah. is terrible. Um, so then we were like, okay, well, we better build a hotel. Super. Okay, speaking of travel, okay, I'm going to uh, pose a situation to you. There's a beautiful tropical island in the middle of the ocean. We're going to take you there and drop you off there. There's uh, one phone booth there. Nothing else, no other technology whatsoever. How long do you think it would take you to pick up that phone to make us a phone call to us and say, "Hey, come get me! I need to get back home." And uh, and also, what do you think you'd be doing while you were there? Um, well, I would definitely be swimming, and I would make the phone call as soon as I ran out of food. Yeah. So maybe a long time, depending on what's on the island. <laughs> but probably sooner than that, if there was a lot of food, because I would miss Madison. That's your daughter, I presume. Yeah, that's my okay. Daughter. Okay, great. Is there anything, Sky, you'd like to add before you leave us today? No, I think you covered it um, really well, and I really just want to thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it, and yeah, thanks. Okay, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Calgary's podcast on Canada's podcast network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes and then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.